Hi, I'm Justin Boyd. Hi, I'm George Luna. Hi, I'm Brittany Pacheco. Hi, I'm Drew. <laughs> and we are the Watchers in the Basement. Welcome to the Watchers in the Basement. We are back today to discuss the book of Boba Fett. But before we do that, we have a special guest, as you can see. We have our friend from the North, Drew Weiss, is with us. Drew, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you guys for having me. It's a real honor to be here, and I'm, I couldn't think of a, one of the better series to be part of. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, we're, it's it's great to have you here. Um, we A year ago, whenever the book of Boba Fett was announced as a post credit scene for The Mandalorian, which I think we're going to get more into The Mandalorian here very shortly, when it was announced right away, you messaged me and you're like, hey, if y'all do something about the book of Boba Fett, I want to be on the show. And so here you are. You're on the show. And so awesome. let's get let's get right to it. Um, what is it about the character of Boba Fett that you like so much? Because Boba Fett, uh, you know, historically, he's always been considered like one of the coolest characters, even though, you know, his screen time, for example, he was only in, you know, two of the original uh, trilogy movies. He was in. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back or to the Jedi. He was only on screen for a total of six minutes, 32 seconds. And he only had four lines of dialogue. So what is it about this character that that made him become one of your favorites? So for me, I'm, I'm aging, an aging Gen Xer. So back in the day, Star Wars was awesome. And you're just like, I want more Star Wars. And it's getting to be 79 and 1980. Um, Empire, Strikes, uh, Empire Strikes Back comes out and you're buying a, you look flip on the back of your Kenner action figure save four proof of purchases for this new bounty hunter character, Boba Fett. And you're just like, what's this Boba Fett? And we didn't have Google or anything. So we're trying to figure out who Boba Fett is. And he just looks in a, a badass. You know, it's like, he's got this mask. He doesn't look like a stormtrooper. He's, is he good? Is he bad? Is he with the empire? Is he with the rebellion? And it just, you know, he just was so cool. And, and then, you know, you sent your four proof of purchases in and you got them. And I actually got one of the original ones where the bat rocket thing would launch in the back before the one kid choked and they had to not make him launch anymore. <laughs> so it just throughout, you know, and he was just that character. And uh, I, I don't know, I, I maybe it's I, just a cool character that he, he, he was his own thing. You know, he wasn't with the empire, wasn't the rebellion. He, he was for money. He was mercenary. So, you know, had that Western feel as we've talked about on, offline about, you know, Lucas likes has a Western feel to his story. So it just, just was cool. The mask, you know, it's like, I, I remember dressing up as Boba Fett for a couple Halloweens in the eighties. It's just cool, man. He's just, he was so different than everybody else. No force powers, not a stormtrooper, not rebellion. He was his own bad self. Yeah, he, he was very cool. And I recommend everyone, if you haven't watched this yet, there's a, a really, really awesome, like, it's like 20 minutes mini documentary about Boba Fett. It's called Boba Fett's history under the helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett. It's on Disney plus of course. And it tells it basically what, what drew just said is, is in this, the, the action figure stuff, all that stuff is explained in this little mini documentary. And it really, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but actually Boba Fett wasn't supposed to be a, a single character. He was supposed to be, the design for a, a like a higher level of stormtrooper. Originally, George Ooh. Lucas wanted to have an army of Boba Fett's, but they didn't have the money to make these suits, and they ran out of time. And so they're like, "Well, let's just make him like a bounty hunter or something." And so <laughs> that's how he became this legendary, like lone figure, lone wolf kind of character. And it was basically just because they didn't have the money or time to make him this like next level stormtrooper. So. Like I said, if you get a chance to to watch that documentary, I think you'll enjoy it because it's it's very well done. It's very a quick hitter kind of piece that explains 
the whole character and is a perfect lead in for the show that we just finished watching, which is the book of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, the series, it was a seven chapter series, uh, which, uh, you know, the, uh, both seasons of the Mandalorian were eight episodes or eight mm-hmm. chapters, I guess you would say. So this is only seven chapters. That bothered it's, me. Yeah. The, <laughs> it started airing the first, uh, the first episode aired on December 29th, 2021. And of course the finale just finished up this week, February 9th. Um, before I just kind of get into, you know, the cast and everything, let's, let's talk about it. Let's get overall impressions of the show. Uh, Brittany, I'll start out with you. What did you think overall about the season of uh, the book of Boba Fett? I don't, I honestly have mixed feelings just because it had its low points. It had its really high points and I'll leave my thoughts for the finale when we get to talking about the finale. Mm-hmm. It's overall just a little mixed. Um, I feel that there was way more potential that could have been there. The fact that they diverted from the main character, it's called the book of Boba Fett. And then you bring back the Mandalorian, which is fine. I like the Mandalorian, but half more than halfway through the season, it turned into the Mandalorian season three. However, I did enjoy the overall that is the book of Boba Fett. And I, real quick, Justin, I do want to give a shout out to our friends that are watching here. Uh, Nick, a friend from the UK, Walking with the Woods. To those who are watching who may not know about uh, Nick's channel, they do a lot of fun trivia. I participated in one of their trivia, which was Marvel came in second place. What, what? Uh, wow. But he's got a lot of great trivia coming up for the next few weeks few months actually one of them will be harry potter related hmm. so yeah check out nick with walking with the woods and then also just want to give a quick shout out to my girl uh mel from geeking out with Melly mel she is just a lovely person and had me as a guest on her pod on sundays a couple sundays ago actually we talked a little bit about uh boba fett taught her something new about uh the Mandalorian, <laughs> what his name is, Din Djarin. So that was fun. So thank you all very much for being here. We really appreciate it. Let us know your thoughts about the book of Boba Fett, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, the characters involved. We're going to try to touch on just about everything here. And we'd love to have your input as well. So uh, Nick says that it was a strange length for a series. I agree. That kind of bothered me. George, what were your overall thoughts on the book of Boba Fett. It was way really short. I thought we would get at least eight. I was expecting that just because of the Mandalorian. But honestly, this might be my favorite Star Wars thing I've ever seen. Wow! Like out, of, out of everything, like even the movies, like wow. Because honestly, the storytelling was great when it when it it just picks up and like the flashbacks, like it's kind of clear like where the story is going. I enjoyed that a lot. I learned a lot about Boba Fett, how I got out. Um, the mm-hmm. only downside I do agree with you, Britt, is like the last two episodes, they gave a full episode to the Mandalorian. Like that wasn't <laughs> necessary. Like we didn't really need that. Yeah. Like you could wait for, he has his own show. I don't know. I feel like there was a missed opportunity like to get more stuff about Boba Fett, but I guess it, towards the ending that it had for the, mm-hmm. the show, for that final episode, you needed to kind of yeah. do that, but I, I don't think you need a whole episode for it. But yeah. honestly, I really liked it. I thought it was great. I think it's way better than Mandalorian for me. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Wow. And, and, and my friend Mel, you know, kind of agrees, or not agrees, disagrees with you in a sense, uh, George, about Mandalorian being involved. She liked the fact that he was on screen for longer than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she hadn't really con connected much with the series until that point. Hey, That's listen, it, I, I was curious about why he was so involved. Like, why would they bring him into... A, another character's show like i feel like that's kind of breaking some sort of maybe unwritten rule when it comes to television writing i don't know but it was interesting to say the least drew our special guest our friend from the north obviously you're a huge boba fett fan what did you think overall about the book of boba fett so i apologize for being an asian gen x fanboy i absolutely loved it I tied up there with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, again, is that mystique of the helmet and everything. Um, I did like about episodes five and six, all the internet chatter about the Book of Boba Fett, guest starring Boba Fett. As a pure Star Wars <laughs> fan, I, I, that was a common thing I saw last week. But I, as I DM with Justin a couple of times, as a pure Star Wars fan, a man that a, a man that has read 33 post-Return of the Jedi books, actually read books, um, loved it. Um, I, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Seven wasn't enough. The, it was interesting how some of the episodes were shorter than others, but from the books I've read, they mentioned Dathomir, which is the home planet of the Rancors, which is, a, if you guys get a chance, read The Courtship of Princess Leia. There's a part of Ruth goes to Dathomir and uses the Force with the Rancors. It's, it pulled on stuff I'm very much familiar with because I had to read books when I was 20, <laughs> so I'm 30 <laughs> years old, but I loved it. I'm, I'm not a hater of anything, so I um, loved it as much as The Mandalorian. I understand why they brought the two together. If people forget how much Boba Fett was actually in the second series of uh, episode season two with Mandalorian. If you look at some of the stuff, it's all tying back together through Boba Fett's memory. Cause when he shows up, he's got the cloak and the, and the, um, and the Tusken Raider um, staff when he's coming out mm -hmm. of um, his spaceship. And yep. so I no, I loved it. And thank you for having me. I, I can't thank you guys enough. It's a real honor to be here. Yeah, of course. So, so my thoughts, I'm kind of on the same, same levels, Brittany. It, I have kind of of mixed, view of the show i i enjoyed it um the 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 comment about you know the fact that the mandalorian kind of took over the show um i mean i can easily explain that it and it's also it's something that i enjoy about all this stuff it's the marvel it's the mcu of it it's setting up it's bringing other characters into shows setting up things down the road i love that part of it i love that it's like this big like they're connecting these characters and connecting this universe and they're trying to bridge the gap between you know return of the jedi and the sequel series which everyone knows that's watching this or listening i wasn't a big fan of those movies so <laughs> but this but they're they're trying to make those movies better and you know but also the main reason why the mandalorian was in this season or in this show is because he's an awesome character and there's this little guy that's on luke skywalker's back over here that i can't point to correctly because it's weird for me but, uh, Justin, I got you. I got you. You got me. I, there you I go. Got you. Right. Grogu, you ever heard of him? <laughs> you know, like he they're trying to sell toys and they they love this. They know people love this character. So they had to get this character in this season also. And I, I think that um like I said, overall, like I you know, Boba Fett, he was such a mystery to me and to really everybody before this show. And I think the question I maybe have for y'all is like now that we saw more of him, do we like Boba Fett more now than we did before or less? Because the show, you know, the show obviously kind of turned to the Mandalorian for a little bit and then it went back to him. But, you know, he didn't really have any big moments 
even in the finale, which that was the part of that I was kind of, uh, you know, that I didn't really uh, connect with, I guess you would say. Uh, George, what do you think about that? Did, like, I mean, he, he kind of had like his, like he got to ride his uh, pet, uh, what, what do you call Ray it? Cor. The Ray Ray Cor. He yeah. got to do that. I thought that was sick. Like he, he came in in that and kind of saved the day. Uh, but I, I think he did have like, I, I understand what you mean, Jerry, but like I think he did have maybe it wasn't to the expectation that we were waiting for, but I I think he had he he did have some moments, I guess. Like I was expecting like these like hyped as hell kind of like moments in the finale. Like I mean, yeah, you know, the speculation was pretty wild the last few weeks. People were saying, hey, maybe Kira Amelia Clark from the solo movies is gonna be in this movie. Maybe she what? was gonna be the head of this syndicate. Maybe yeah. we were gonna see Han Solo bring. Yes. Baby Ben Solo to Luke, and yes. we we're gonna see a de-aged uh, Harrison Ford, or maybe we we're gonna see a Alden right. Ehrenreich who played. You know what I thought was gonna Solo happen in the movie. Yep, I thought I thought we were gonna see Luke again when I saw the the Starfighter. I was like, damn, yep. he's gonna be the reinforcement. Everyone again. At that point, it's like, oh, y'all are done. Yeah, y'all are yeah. so done. <laughs> that's what I thought, but then I was like, damn, it's empty. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> it, that, wasn't, that been too it wasn't empty. R2D2. He was flying. R2D2 was, was there and Grogu was there. It was, it was an like X Wing thought... Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or, or Lyft. We're not sponsored by anybody. It could no, be a Lyft. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor us. So, so, Drew, what do you think? I mean, obviously, you're a huge fan of the character. Do you like the character more now that there's less mystery, or do you, or, or no? So, Life is about change and accepting change. The, so I've, I've messaged some of you. So the Boba, there was a series Marvel wrote, did a Boba Fett follow-up, like a four-part series. I can't remember. It's out there. Google it. But where Boba Fett escapes in the Sarlacc pack, actually wakes up, ignites his jackpack to get out. So I liked kind of the similarities I saw in the first episode. Um, this, Like I said, he was a badass solo lone wolf. And um, in the series, he was out to go. He was out to get um, Han and Luke. So to see him do what he did was cool. It just had to shift my paradigm about him. I, I, and really we'll get into it a bit more, but you know, I really liked how they did it because he, he got out of the Sarlacc pit and he's trying to hunt, you know, they're forming the, the, in the storyline I know of, they, they're forming the new Republic and all that. And he's kind of getting in the way of that and they have to deal with Boba Fett and then the remnants of the empire. But this whole thing about him, I like what they did with it, you know, getting beat up by the Jawas, getting his, his armor stolen and then going through, you know, the, like a classic hero had his, his hubris moment, right? I think it's hubris when you, when you got to suffer mm -hmm. to gain respect with the whole stuff with the Cuscan Raiders. So I, I just cleared my mind as you have to do so many things, be appreciative of what you're going to see. And I went to it. What threw me for loop was at the end of the Mandalorian, he comes in and point blank shoots Bob, Bib Fortuna, right? I'm like, Oh my, we're going to go here where this is the badass of Boba Fett. Right. And then I had to watch episode one, three times. Um, I enjoyed it, but to, it had to shift my paradigm. Okay. Boba Fett's not going to be out, you know, out for vengeance and, and this blown wolf and a threat that Luke and Han had to deal with quite a bit in several of the books. So once I shift my paradigm, I love this new, I'm going down, I'm driving down a new road, a new highway, and I, and I really enjoy it. So on that note, because I, I want to go back to talking very briefly about chapter one of this series and yep. the explanation that we actually got of how Boba Fett was able to survive. So, and, and Drew, I don't know if you know this, I sure as hell don't know this. I don't know if anyone else here knows how much time has passed since you know, um, Return of the Jedi to the point where we are with the Book of Boba Fett. You know, obviously, uh, these two series being The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett are in between 
uh, episode six and episode seven, I believe. So I just don't know, you know, how much time, how many, how much, how many years have passed? Five, I think it's like five years. That's okay. what I, That's what I heard whenever the Mandalorian season one started. So maybe it's now six, seven. I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. Okay. But regardless, we have an explanation of how Boba Fett was able to survive the Sarlacc pit, right? Because, you know, Luke and his, you know, dealings with uh, everything, you know, Boba ended up in the Sarlacc pit. Okay. We actually have an explanation. So much better than what we got of Palpatine's return. And I will keep saying that until the day I die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For for people... People want to talk about, oh, well, you know, how do you explain Voldemort? You have the Horcruxes, damn it. Okay, sorry. So um, anyway, my point is we got explanation. George had touched on this earlier, and I agree. This was just well thought out. of. And and, and Justin, when you talked about how there's like a Marvel aspect to this, it's because like we have Jon Favreau, who right. is the creator of the show. He's very involved in Marvel. I mean, he directed the first Iron Man movie, for God's sake. So, you know, when you have... A, a creative mind and then when you're surrounded by writers and other directors like Dave Filoni uh, um, who have been involved with this story for so many years like you're going to create good content in my right. opinion so uh, just on that note we're I thought it was kind of weird with the fact that you know we're seeing present day Boba but then we're getting all the flashbacks you know with with um everything that has gone on, but it was still made for an interesting story in the sense of like how he got from point A to point B um, and how he was able to build like some sort of, you know, connection with the Tuscan Raiders. I thought I would have never guessed that in a million years because you just kind of look at the Tuscan Raiders as people you would never want to associate with, but they in a way are a peaceful civilization. It's, it's people who, you know, come onto their tor- territory that they need to defend it. And that's when they become hostile. Right? right. So the fact that we're getting, you know, that story, that background story of, of how he was able to live amongst the Tuscan Raiders and to how that kind of shaped him into the person that he currently is now having taken uh, Jabba's place. Right. It's it's just an interesting dynamic overall. I think overall it told a good story. Was it executed to the best of its ability, eh, maybe, maybe not. But that's just you know. But my you know opinion. what? In that in that respect, like <laughs> I think we we can say this about all the Disney Plus series, even Marvel series. They 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 all like either the finale is not quite as good as the rest of the series, or they yeah. have like these weird. You know, some of them were caused by the pandemic, probably some issues, like especially with like the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But all these shows kind of have their problems, you know. Um, yeah. But I do think that like taking that, like you said about John Favreau, taking that Marvel blueprint, and that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. that's what all these companies that have intellectual property should do because it's the most successful thing in the world yep. is Marvel studios. Like their movies. I mean, right now, Spider-Man is still the number one movie at box office. Like uh, Tom Holland's about to have another movie in the theater uncharted like yep. next week. Yeah. He could potentially have the, the top two movies, at the box office. That's, that's pretty right. crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's really insane. But I want to kind of briefly talk about, because I'm showing this concept art here, uh, which I thought was really beautifully done. You know, I love how they show the concept art at the oh, yeah. credits, you know, for every episode. It's, it's just, 
I'm not an artist in that sense. I can't draw worth shit. So to see, you know, all of this is really cool. This is why I like to, you know, show these visuals, visuals, excuse me. <clears throat> but the significance about spice, you know, that seemed to be like a central storyline in a way. Drew, I mean, can you elaborate on this, the importance of spice in, in the Star Wars universe? And I, I think George Lucas was kind of inspired by Dune. Dune has like this whole thing with spice. Um, you know, can you talk on that? So the, the what I can talk on as a fan, and um, they don't touch much post-Return of the Jedi, but the little bit I know, I wish I knew more. But, I mean, Spice is kind of like, um, I'd call it like, you know, uh, powdered Red Bull, right? It's You take it, it makes you feel good. Um, <laughs> and, of course, the Emperor being the Emperor doesn't want anybody to have fun, right? So that's why Solo and those guys are smuggling Spice. And, you know, Spices, Spices, I don't, I don't want to go uh, like with ecstasy or something but it it's it's something you take to make you feel better right and it's, it's like a hallucinogenic right yeah it's just it's just you know um i i sell i myself take non-thc cbd so i kind of like it's like it's like to me it's like cbd right so um <laughs> it's something that makes you feel good relax and and you know poo -poo, you and to poo poo dark sith lords and stuff don't want people to have fun but you know and again uh, again the thing with the spice here it's 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 how you get it right so some people just go to these plants have spice you know like that the, the I don't, I know this Pike syndicate ties back to other Star Wars. Um, um, uh, I don't know what the, or um, other Star Wars uh, things like the Clone Wars um, and, and stuff like that. So I know the Pike syndicates in, in one of the series or something like that. But again, it's how do you, how they acquire it and then how they distribute some, you know, legal people that do spice that will go and get contracts, all that. There are other people that will just land on a planet. They got the biggest lasers, you know, so much reflection of society and some of this stuff. So, again, if you're one of those crime syndicates and, you know, you go and you get your spice and you run your spice and, you know, it's kind of it, lack of a better term. I don't want to give it a dark taint, but it, it's kind of like a drug thing. Right. So that's right. the best I can share. Yeah. I, not I from experience. Thought... From what my friend told me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. No, I just thought it was a really interesting yep. um, storyline to follow just because like I from what I could remember, I couldn't remember a whole lot of spice ever really being talked about in like the original yeah. uh, Star Wars films, as well as the, you know, the prequels and, and everything since then. So it's if, mentioned if in the sequel quick, series. It's right? actually mentioned in Star Wars episode, the original Star Wars. I uh, remember Is the, uh, remember the, uh, a Melon Falcon could make the, uh, the, the, the run to the spice mines of Kessel in 4.2 yeah. parsecs right. or something that's like that. Right. So that's where spice was introduced okay. as a term back in 1977. Like, oh, with the spice thing, right? It's probably some kind of fun Got thing it. to take. Right. So, but anyways, enough from me. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you know, we have a, we have a real quick uh, request uh, y'all just real quick. So Mel is asking, it's her first time here. She goes, would you guys quickly share with us a bit about you? So we'll do that real quick. And then we'll get back to talking about um, the book of Boba Fett. So Justin, go for it. Yes. <laughs> about myself. About yourself. Well, I am a uh, podcaster. As you can see, I, uh, I really enjoy uh, the Marvel movies, uh, but I, I'm wearing a Superman shirt today. I'm a Superman fan. Um, yeah, I, I'm just a, just a regular guy. Just, uh, I really enjoy it's a regular guy. Yeah. Just a regular guy. <laughs> um, you know, I kind of fancy myself as a little bit of a comedian, but, uh, that's it. Yeah. Like, uh, like George, what, George, uh, uh, what are your, some of your likes and dislikes? I guess I, I can, I can say that I'm the, what, like the binge king of probably all of us. <laughs> oh yeah. Hands down. Like a matter of like a day or two. Yes. Uh, and I'm probably the biggest hater on this show. I hate a lot of things. 
Yeah. Kind of a bitter man, George. It's okay. As a, I was an outside <laughs> super fan as much as I've watched your bitter at times. It's sad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, George, um, after the failure that was season eight of Game of Thrones, oh, refuses to acknowledge that the show ever I existed. Show, I don't even know what show that is. The Royal Ex the Royal Exhibit A. Royal Musical Chairs, that show. <laughs> Exhibit A. Um, so about me and you know, just like the rest of these guys. So Justin, George, and I we all work together. We've been friends for a while and we enjoy many of the same sort of pop culture, uh, you know, TV series, movies, that kind of thing. And that's how we all kind of connected. And we at work would make like these fun little short videos to promote on social media. And that's kind of how like the podcast was beginning to form. Uh, we decided we wanted to do a podcast pre season eight of game of thrones and then what happened happened and we just kind of moved to marvel so uh but since then obviously we're here talking about star wars i want to talk about harry potter but i need to get everyone on board about that but <laughs> it's gonna happen if not it's gonna happen on my second channel um so yeah that's that's kind of me in a nutshell and drew drew is actually our special guest he is he's been our fan since like day our one number one fan yeah seriously <laughs> i'll go real quick Brittany. or you can just, go for it go so for I it i met the, the the fourth member of their group i met on a flight from minneapolis st paul to dallas texas um i live in the i live in the midwest also known as hoth the planet hoth this time of year it's uh, cold and snowy here so i'm their brother <laughs> the from the frozen north tundra we, yeah frozen yeah. tundra so i've also been their brother from the north when the game of thrones was actually cool um, but, uh, met Frank on a flight. He saw my infinity war shirt. Um, he was eating hardball gummy bears and then we struck it up and he gave me his card and said, check out our podcast. It got to be 2019. I'm like, I, I brought it up. Finally. I told Frank I'd do it. And these guys are great. I listen to them every time I can, whether I'm riding my fat tire bike, I'm lifting the gym. Um, they're just very entertaining. Some of them are kind enough to DM with me. Um, and I'm living a super fan's dream. Um, I'm a huge Marvel <laughs> fan. Remember, I, I'm, I'm almost 50, so I come back from actually reading comic books. And to see all this stuff on the big screen, I'm just so grateful for it. And these great, you know, great, great, um, you know, Brittany, George, Frank, um, uh, Justin, they, they just are so entertaining to watch. And all the fans, that you know, I get kind of text happy, so I'm glad to be here. But it's, it's I'm Aww. living a super fan's dream right now, and these guys are great. So Drew, you look way younger than 50. Yeah. yeah, for real. It's a, it's a super serum. It's a compound V I take. So Damn it. I was hoping about, for so. that. So, Oh, yeah. No, Drew, thank you so much. We, we've always been appreciative of your support and hyping us up and, like, sharing all of our social content. You know, we really appreciate that. And, and we are very happy to have you here because, obviously, you know a lot about Boba Fett, and we don't know a whole lot about and Boba Frank Fett. And Frank doesn't like Star Wars, so. And Frank doesn't <laughs> like Star Wars. <laughs> it fits it too perfectly, so. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we're really happy to have Drew with us. And uh, just a quick shout-out to Mel. Uh, thanks for yeah. the, the question, yeah. but also – um, I watched your episode with Brittany yet a few weeks ago and I subscribed to your channel. So I'm one of your <laughs> thousands of subscribers. So we would, we would love to, uh, have what you, what you've got going on there, but uh, yeah, <laughs> check it out, Mel on these yeah. guys recommendations. So always room, yeah. for more, almost room for more pop culture in my life. But no, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed your show and the fig pin thing. I like that stuff. Like Funko pop has fig pins. Those are kind of cool. Um, so anyway, I'm into that stuff too. But uh, let's yeah. get back to Boba Fett. See, even even in the podcast about Boba Fett, we talk about something else. Like his show became <laughs> the Mandalorian. Like, oh my god, no respect. He's the Rodney Dangerfield of the, of the Star Wars galaxy. Like, no respect for this guy. 
Um, oh goodness! But, you know, Come on, let's stay about, on track, y'all. Let's yeah, we're, we're back on track. We're back on track. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Spice and the Syndicate. My biggest problem with the show, I think. Well, okay, I have a couple things. Let, let me just get these out of the way right now. First off, the regular people and the the aliens all were terrible. Like, they, the, <laughs> the, like the guy that spun around the gun. Like, why was he spinning around? Like the the kids on the Vespa scooters, like that was lame. <laughs> the, droid, the, the mods, kids. The, the mods, the, all yeah, oh, the mods. mods. Every yeah. single like dog faced alien character. <laughs> those look so like all of those kind of characters that they were in Return of the Jedi. They looked way better in Return of the Jedi. Even like the Tusken Raiders and the the Pike people. Like they all look better in the movie. But I digress. But okay, thing... we'll put a pin in that. I, I, I'm I'm going to add something to the stream, but we'll come back Period. and talk yeah. about that in a little bit. But it relates to, okay, so my biggest gripe with the whole show or my nitpick or whatever you want to say is there wasn't, this is a problem with Marvel and really a lot of this stuff. There wasn't a really good big bad in this show. The Syndicate yeah. and the Pikes were pretty weak. I mean, Cad Bane, which we'll, we'll talk about right now, I guess. I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I knew the name, but I didn't know who the character really was because that's a Clone Wars and that's a Rebels character. Right. As Brittany's showing on the screen right now. Mm -hmm. um, so, so he was an awesome like side boss, mm -hmm. but the big boss, they just, they weren't, they weren't that interesting. They weren't that strong. And so to yeah. me, you know, great villains make great stories like with Thanos, with Killmonger, with, you know, like the, 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 the Joker in the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight movie uh -huh. series. Uh -huh. Like, like those are <laughs> like, you have to have a great villain to have a great, to, you know, enhance the hero. Yeah. So this show so, didn't really have that. So what did what y'all think about that? Do y'all agree with me? Do you disagree with me? I agree. Uh, George, go ahead. No, I agree. You're totally right. Jay. There was no villains, like a major villain that you can point to in, in, in the show. And, yeah. Honestly, in the Mandalorian, it seems that way too. Like at least yeah. they have the most. Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, oh, um, Darth. Oh yes. Um, they had uh, they had that guy, and but it seems like Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Gideon. Good job. Moff yep. Gideon. There you go. And it just ends so quick. You know, like I don't know. You, you're right, Jay. I agree with you. I agree in the sense the parallel that we have with like some of these Star Wars shows and Marvel where you introduce a character and then you like kill them off immediately. Because the right. fact that like Cad Bane has a presence in Star Wars Clone Wars, which is the animated series, and then Star Wars Rebels, from what John has shared with me, my husband, and what little my brother has shared with me, like dude is a badass. Like he's like the ultimate bounty hunter. And the fact that he was given like just like two episodes was <laughs> and, died. and died, like was sort of strange. And then people were bugging out about how how different he looked in a live action as opposed to an animation. It's an animation. They can do whatever they right. want. Like they can I, like if you I think it's pretty if you good. were to, I mean, you were to side cool. by side, That's right. Right. If you were to side by side Count Dooku and the animation and then Christopher Lee's you know, uh, Count Dooku, totally different. Okay. How but about like, Count Dooku? The name is terrible. I mean, like, <laughs> that's like, another come story. On. That's another Workshop story. it like five more minutes and come up with a better name. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, but the fact, interesting fact here, apparently, because I did watch a clip from uh, Star Wars Rebels uh, with Cad Bane here, 
he's voiced by the same voice actor, but the voice right. is very different from the animation as opposed to the live action. Hmm. I actually preferred the live action voice. He sounded a lot more menacing. He had that very, you know, uh, evil cowboy, that Western, that drawl kind of thing. And, and, and when he was trying to make a point, he, he would speak slowly, right? His his pacing was, you know, like, you should have blah, 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 yeah. you know, whatever it was. But I don't know. I, I liked this version of Cad Bane, the very short amount of time we had Cad Bane. I, I liked him. I would have liked to have seen more out of him. I would have liked for him to have carried on into either Same. the Mandalorian or another season of Boba Fett, if that's what they decided to do. But yeah, I was disappointed that there really wasn't a big bad. However, I was really annoyed with this character. Oh yeah. He yeah. annoyed the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I don't even know his name. I just know I don't like him. <laughs> but tails. Yeah. <laughs> so so Drew on, on that thought. Um, so what are your thoughts on Cad Bane? And do you, do you think this show had a had a uh, villain problem? Um, I actually honestly thought it had too many villains. So if knowing what I know, because um, I have some of the Star Wars comic books, the the cousins of 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 Jabba the Hutt are trying do actually try to move in, um, but they actually hire Boba Fett to help do it and it kind of backfires on everybody because they double cross Boba Fett and then he goes back after them. They go back to the planet. I think it's called Hatata. I think where the huts are from. So these two actually, I was interested to see them. I was glad to see them because they pull from the comic book series that I have familiarity with from too many years ago. Um, you know, so they're kind of like, he's trying to like, he wants to be the dynamo. Right. And he wants, and you know, he's cause he killed Bib Fortuna and now he's trying to make it a, a kinder, gentler, I don't know, or a, or a tougher, nicer something. Cause they're tough and nice, but yeah, you know, he's, he's just trying to clean up the crime and stuff. So yeah, the syndicate was something, again, it's another um, component of the star Wars universe. I don't have a lot of familiar with. You only have so much bandwidth in your life, but uh, just, yeah. So my thing was, I love the first two episodes. If I could being from when I'm in the eighties, when I saw a stranger in a strange land, all I could think of was the iron maiden song. And the, the titles of the <laughs> chapters are great. I'm thinking, you know, this is Western feel. I'm thinking stranger, strange land, the tribes of Tatooine. Those are great. The Gathering Storm. I love some of the names of the titles. These are tough, you know, these are tough, cool names and got me excited. Yeah. Um, but to your point, yeah, I'll get back to your point. I I think it was a major missing a big bad, or sometimes there are too many villains. Like the the um Santos, the the big, the big uh dark Wookiee. It's like right. he, he's got to deal with him now, too. It's like, man, wait, he's just gonna get piled up on, you know. And then that, but then all of a sudden it took the it took the turns it did. So I'm agreeing with all of you that it may have lacked one big bad. And in some points I thought in some of these episodes, you had too many bad guys. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, yeah. I'm, I live with that. I guess my thing is, is we, we were built up over the first, I mean, kind of six episodes that they're, Hey, there's this battle coming. There's this war coming. And then the actual war was pretty weak. I thought, I thought it was pretty, like it was, it was in the streets. Like um, it wasn't a ton of people on either side. Like, I, I'm not really sure why he needed all this, why the, why, uh, Boba Fett needed all this help. Like he could have just had the Rancor, which the Rancor obviously becomes <laughs> the key player. And then that's something else I don't understand about the finale. The Rancor, you know, they're using the Rancor to kill these like spider droids or scorpion droids. Sc that... Scorpion droids. Yeah. Okay. And they have like this force field around them. So it's like ridiculous. They're that's so a powered. That's back to episode one. Right. That's there you a go. Back yeah. to episode one. I, that's there what I thought of episode one, the droids. Yeah. The, the, mm -hmm. the droid army. Yes. Mm -hmm. You bring the Rancor in, right? And he's like, you know, you have Boba Fett he's riding Hulk him. smashing. Exactly. Like, Hulk and it, smashing. That, that is probably Boba Fett's one of maybe if not his best moment of the whole season. He's riding this rancor and destroying these 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 uh, droids that are you know shooting at everybody. And then 
the dumbass people start shooting at the ranker. And I'm like, <laughs> he's on your team. Well, like, he's Kevin- on your team. Like, what are you doing? And then, then of course, then Boba Fett has to, like, or I'm sorry, the Mandalorian tries to stop him. And then Grogu actually is the one who makes the save. But, like, it's like, what's going on here? You know, like. If I could. Go ahead, quick, Drew, Go ahead. Actually, go ahead, if yeah. you look back and watch Cad Bane attacks, he's the one. So he does something with fire that uh-huh. agitates the Rancor. So it's actually Cad okay. Bane trying yeah, to turn yeah. the Rancor on the people helping him. Just, just yeah. something I noticed. I wa- I binge watched these over the yeah. last two days, knowing to be as prepared as possible. And I was like, like, wow, that's okay. right. So, so well, you're more prepared yeah. than I am. So, <laughs> that's <you> a good <laughs> so but, but no, just yeah, just just just, just want to mention that. But if yeah. I could, real quick, yep. I love the Mandalorians. My favorite one from the original series, season one, is the episode "The Sin." Cool name. But when they all come out at the end, jetpack fighting and all that. When I saw. When I saw Boba and Darjan shoot out with their jetpacks, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, the only thing that could top this is he's going to ride the Rancor. And all of a sudden I see Boba Fett. I'm like, okay, this is kind of predictable, <laughs> but even still, <laughs> seeing them do their jetpacks and do their fighting and all that and their B scar armor being able to take the fight, it, that was my two of my highlights that and then the, and the Rancor. You saw, you knew he was going to ride that Rancor because he yeah. said that in episode, uh, episode, um, whatever one it was, three that he got yeah. the Rancor with Danny Trejo. That was, that was okay. That was now that you've right mentioned there. it. Now Sorry. that you mentioned it, yep. yeah, I lost my shit when I saw <laughs> Danny Trejo oh, on yeah. the screen. Yep. I'm like, no, Justin knows this. I immediately messaged him the moment I saw Danny on the screen, yep. and I'm like, Danny fucking Trejo. Well, why? And then I, I just feel like he didn't fit. He didn't fit in the Star Wars world to me. But <laughs> well, but there that's was a because, lot of random. Yeah, yeah. But that was because Robert Rodriguez yes, directed that particular yep. episode, and they're good friends. Absolutely. Danny was in the Spy Kids movies that Robert yes. Rodriguez you know, directed, <laughs> and I, I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why is he here?" Do any of you know who Thundercat is? No. He's the guy at the very end in the post credit scene. Yeah, but he was on the he was on, he was on oh yeah he episode. he was modding people. He's a music when producer. He, I listened right. to his music. I was like, what the fuck is he doing in the Star Wars like <laughs> universe? That was yeah, so he, cool. So he was like the mod artist that worked uh-huh. on Fennec Shand. You know, now oh, she's cool. like okay. you know uh, semi semi what's the word? She's semi robotic. She's yeah, a she's mod like cyborg. She's a cyborg. Cyborg. Thank you. Yep. I couldn't think You're of a freaking word. And um and yeah, so we saw him at the very end of of this you know with the mid credit scene i'm just going to go ahead and show it on here if i you know know how to work this thing uh, cobb vanth you know we we mm. know that from the previous episode he was shot down by cad bane and when the people of freetown came into the fight he said uh, one of the guys said like you know he was shot in cold blood so that makes you believe that he's dead right technically he is dead just like or on the verge of dying just mm. as fennec was until Boba brought, you know, Fennec to the mod artist, just as we see here with Cobb Vanth in the backdrop tank, he is about to be saved, quote unquote, by the mod artist. So that to me kind of, for one, I think we're going to get, we may get a second season. If not, we're going to see these characters collide in Mandalorian again. And I think Cobb Vanth is going to have some sort of debt to pay to Boba, just as Fennec did. So what are y'all's thoughts on this mid credit scene now that we're here <laughs> real quick. Sorry guys, as a guest, if I could jump in. So Boba Fett actually does mention at towards the end of the, the episode that I have, he's in my back to tank. He actually says that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, sorry if you said that, Brittany. Yeah. He actually he, said, well, you know, he, 
he said that the he says it's in use or something. It's in use. Sorry, yeah. It's yeah. in use, so that made me so. I guess I guess I kind of knew just being the fan who it was. Sorry, I, I put the because no, I think you're, you're fine. Yep. Yeah, I think that Black Chrysanthemum because he gets shot. Like, because again, Black Chrysanthemum is such an overpowered character. They had to like gang up on him and shoot him a million times, but somehow he's still alive. And I think they were saying he could use the back to tank, right? And then but, right, yeah, right. Boba yeah. says that's when Boba says yes. There's someone in my back to right. tank. You're correct. Okay. Sorry, guys, but uh, yeah, no, but you definitely. In this series, I want the one thing I did learn: if you do get in the back to tank, just don't go to sleep because then something <laughs> bad's gonna happen. Every time he goes to sleep, something bad happens. Yeah, that, but, uh, that's that's true. That's hey, very true. Hey, Brady, could, if you could go back to one of the scenes you had a second ago with uh, Grogu, we need to talk about Grogu some, mm-hmm. and we also need to talk about another character called uh, named Luke Skywalker. He's kind of <laughs> deal. He's, yeah. my He's my Ever favorite. He's my favorite Star him? Wars guy. Yeah. Ever heard um, of him? <laughs> so let's talk about Grogu from the finale. Um, well, Brittany, I have that... Luke on the screen, sir. Well, could you please go back to Grogu? Then we'll go to Luke. Ding it. Okay. Fine. Okay. I appreciate it. Sorry. <laughs> this is happening on the fly. So I, I appreciate Get your patience. Coordinated chaos. There you go. So this part right. right here, after Grogu, you know, the cutest thing that's ever existed, after he puts this thing to sleep, like literally like snoring to sleep, um, Grogu like just collapses next to him and just goes to sleep. And I, uh, Brittany, I wonder, does that remind you of anything that you might know or have? Or You know, Justin, I'm glad you mentioned that because it does. There you go. It reminds me very much of my dog. <laughs> That's awesome. She, uh, no, seriously, you know, when she she's tired and she, you know, obviously wants to lie down and, and cuddle, like she'll come up to me and she lets me know. And then it's kind of, I get this look of like, come on, mom. Let's go. Let's yep. let's go night night. And yes, she does have her very own little baby Yoda. This is actually like a child's bathrobe. <laughs> and it was a, it was a gift that John got from one of his kids. He teaches elementary school. And, I, you know, we've been kind of wearing it around just to be dumb. But uh, I've now given it to Luna and she cuddles up with it, as you can see in these photos when it was cold out here and she still wanted to survey survey her kingdom and and she was cold. So yes, Justin, uh, I totally, I totally lost it when I saw that scene <laughs> with uh, Grogu wanting to uh, just, just take a nap. He's yeah. tired. I get it. He flew he was, for a long time. <laughs> little guy was tuckered out. Yeah. Tuckered one, out. One quick thing, if I can interject, I also yeah. wonder if his heavy use of the force on such a creature tired him out. That was oh, what I took it. Oh, I think that's 100%. absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. hundred percent. Just wonder if you guys read into that too. Cause yeah, yeah. he's oh, yeah, still in that. Am I a Jedi? Cause you know, Luke gave me the choice and we still don't know. Right. The only thing I can say is when I saw that chainmail, all I could think of was Lord of the Rings when Frodo got the mithril. Mithril, exactly. Yeah, I was like, that yeah. ah, kind of Frodo-ish, but it's cool. So, anyways, I, I digress. No, you brought up the choice, and uh, let's get to that. So, Luke Skywalker, who you know was obviously the biggest moment of Mandalorian season two. I think that's one of the best moments in Star Wars history that I. Yeah, absolutely. In my, in my mind, for sure. Absolutely. So, I did not think we were going to see him back. They brought him back. He looked better than ever. The deep fake technology they used this time was so much better than what they did in the like minute and a half that he was on the screen in season two of The Mandalorian. And I really can't wait to watch the making of this this season or this episode specifically because I want to see how exactly they did it. I think I, you know, I've read hired some stuff. A guy, right? Yeah, they, they hired, hired the guy from YouTube. From yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They hired that dude. That's why it looks so good. But mm-hmm. the thing about this is not only did the, you know, 
but like the voice, it's it's Mark Hamill's voice, but Mark Hamill is not saying those lines. They've taken all this audio of him talking from back in the day when he was Luke Skywalker, and they run it through this like computer program, like synthesizer, and wow. it just spits it spits out sentences. So like, it's so that's Stephen Hawking shit. Say it, say it again, George. Does Mark Hamill still get paid for this? Oh yeah, he <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And like, I, I'm sure he was a part of this process because in season two of The Mandalorian, he was actually on set, and they actually filmed him like doing the things that the body double end up like we end up what we end up seeing with the body double really uh mark mm-hmm. hamill dressed up like luke again had the black cl- cloak and the glove and the lightsaber and he did all that stuff again that's cool and they tried to match it with this body double and then they they did the de-aging process which you know it was a i mean awesome moment but it didn't look great to me this episode showed me that you could have an entire Luke series. You could do a Luke oh. movie. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. on the screen for like 30 minutes of this episode, I think. Mm-hmm. What did y'all what what did y'all think about that? I'll start with George. It was badass. Like it, it like the different you can tell the difference from the Mandalorian when you came in the Mandalorian and then this one. It looks very realistic. It looks very good. Uh I guess seeing him start that little the new Jedi school, it was pretty cool. Uh Clearly, uh, Grogu chose to go back with his dad and and live out and do his little adventures with him. Uh, but I, I think that was a cool scene. And then we got to see uh, Rosario Dawson's character again. I, I don't I don't know her. Ahsoka Tana. Ahsoka Tana. That was pretty cool. Uh, but no, I, I love that we got to see him again. I wish we would have got to see him in action again because I thought that's what was going to happen for a second. But it's it's badass. I, I agree with you, Jay. There should be like a Luke show or something. They can do it. <laughs> they can definitely they can do, do it. it. Yep. Yeah. No, so, and, and I think the the nod in in episode six where we see Luke with Grogu and they're training, and it's and it's that definite callback to when Luke was training with Yoda. You mm-hmm. know, the being carried in the backpack and you know running around and doing all those things and. I thought that was really great for me personally. I didn't think episode six held up compared to episode five, which is when we had the re uh, reintroduction of the Mandalorian because we, I, you know, I just wasn't expecting that. Like who the hell would have expected to see Man- Mando, you know, in the series. Right. But the intro for him was great. Um, but a lot of these callbacks to like episode one, for example, with the, the, exactly. N- the Naboo, uh, Star whatever Fighter. the Starfighter ship. New Mars, sorry, yep. Right. And how they modified it and they took out the space for the droid and you, you just like, oh, they yeah. They made it know. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks cooler. It's now called the yeah. N1 Starship. Yeah. Right. Thank you. And, yeah, and the fact that, you know, when they took out the droid part, you knew that they were going to put, you know, Grogu <laughs> in there. And then it's like, uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Cute. This scene was just so adorable in the finale. You know, they're they're reunited. It feels so good. And Grogu's got his little ball thing that he took from the other ship from mm-hmm. the the what's it called? The Razor Crest. Yep. And you know, he's there and he's like tapping, tap, tap, tap. And it's like, nah. Tap, 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 tap. No, no, no. Tap, 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 All right, this is the last time. And then next thing you know, they go Ricky Bobby. I'm gonna go fast. And he's like, it's just uh, so great. And that but that scene though that you're talking about, that is the final scene of the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So again, oh. very strange. Um, real quick if I could, just <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Drew. I was like, I'm like, I was thinking to myself, 
I know you know space is a vacuum, so if you keep tapping the glass, dude, but uh, that was just <laughs> I, I digress. I, I digress. Sorry. I was like, stop smashing the glass. <laughs> But I have but young was, children, so it's kind of like stop screwing on the backseat. That's all I can think of. So sorry. It was just <laughs> so cute, and it makes you wonder, like, how many times did Grogu do this before the scene that we, you know, saw? Yeah. Obviously, like, yeah. how many times was he like tap, 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 well, tap, tap? Real quick, if I could, so I, I binge watched when I had to be home when we were all COVID nineteen the week of January tenth. I went and watched all the Mandalorians again. There is a lot if you go back and see where he's in the Razor Crest screwing around and like causing the, the like the ship. He causes the ship to go haywire and like Mando uh-huh. turns his thing. It's just oh, it's, he's like he's something touched. else, man. He's a handful. He's I've had I have, I've had young children as a father, so I, I could relate. That's all I'm gonna well, say. But you know, with that in mind, Drew, think of you know the the scene earlier where we see that droid that can't be penetrated by any means right. until the Rancor like did its thing, and the fact that you know grogu was like going to use the force and he's like okay and it's like oh you think he's going to take down this droid no he just took a little part like a hinge yep. you know to cause it to collapse and he's like yep. Wee! you yep. know he's a mess he's a mess <laughs> he's still just like all of us growing up he's still trying to figure himself out you know he's 50 something years old but yeah. he's still a child yeah. you know, for that obviously. race for sure yep absolutely yeah. i agree uh it's insane so uh, I'll start with Drew here. What what'd you think about Ahsoka Tana? We know she's going to have her own show coming up. Um, I wasn't expecting to see her in this series. Uh, what did you think about her, uh, I was, her brief appearance? I was surprised, um, too, truly surprised and, and, and um, pleasantly surprised. So Rosario Dawson, right? She's also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm a fan of the, she was heavy in the Luke Cage um, and the Dare, and in Daredevil too. So um, her ties to this, to Marvel and Star Wars are fantastic. I think she's the perfect actress for this. Um, if I could real quick, Brittany, I, before episode five, um, I couldn't believe when I saw it was Bryce Dallas Howard that was the producer. Oh, yeah. that was Oh, she directed. Directed, yeah, she directed I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Directed by, yes, the directed by Com. I could read. Um, yes, but she was amazing. <laughs> and uh, with the dark saber and all that, I mean, that was that Dude, was crazy. But anyways. So yeah. good. When I saw, when I, because I wait till the end. I knew when I saw Dan Trejo, I'm like, I bet you can see Robert Rod. Yeah, there. I was a Robert Rod. Yeah. Because I knew that. But anyways, uh, to answer your question, Justin, absolutely loved her. And, and couldn't be more thrilled. Yeah, and sure. you, you know who directed episode six was Dave Filoni, and Filoni yes. created he created Sokatana, so that's one of oh, his baby characters. Just like how you know the creator of this series and the head writer was John John Favreau, he created the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So obviously, those characters are the two main characters in this story. But I love, I mean, I, of course, Grogu. I mean, Grogu, Grogu is the smash hit breakout star, but. <laughs> I, I do love the use of Luke Skywalker because, again, he's my all-time favorite Star Wars character, and I love seeing R two back. R two D two is so awesome. He, I mean, he's flying the the baby across space in the X wing, and it's like not a thing. Like Luke doesn't even have to go; he can just let R two handle it. You know, but R two was just like all like, "Come on, let's go." Yeah, I no, because to be. also that. Okay, something else I didn't like was this Peli Moto character played by Amy Sedaris. <laughs> she just gets worse every oh, wow. season, series, whatever. She's just <laughs> she's just annoying. Like we don't need overacting and like just just we don't need it. Like you're you're like you're at this level. Bring it down. Okay. Like bring it but down. But is she worse than this dude? They're on because the same I, level. No, they're they're similar. Okay. I think this guy's better because this guy was at least trying to advance the story where she just kind of. I don't know what she's doing. No, he like, just annoyed the mess out of me. It was just no. like you just, no, you know. I get it. He's but like, he oh, was... I, I, I grew up on Coruscant, and yeah, I that was great. Nor- negotiate. Who cares? Like, yeah. God. Real quick question for you guys. Sure. Last go. episode, 
you know what that thing was going to say. Boba Fett is going to pay you nothing. I just knew he was going to say <laughs> nothing. Some some yeah. some kind of like rock talking the SmackDown comment. I just knew that was yeah. coming, and he had to be proper about it. That was hilarious. So that's my two cents on that whole thing and this guy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, the last like character I just want to kind of mention real quickly, and it, he wasn't even a, he didn't play a big part in the show. But do y'all remember the the part? And I believe it was episode five when the the space rangers and the X-Wings, they stop Mando and his new yeah. Starfighter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the young guy, do y'all know who that guy is? Mm-hmm. The actor's name is, it's Max Lloyd, what's his name? Let me see, I lost my place. Max Lloyd Jones. So not, not, a, you know, not, a, not a name by any stretch of the imagination, but he was the body double for Luke in Mando uh, season two. Oh. So he, and like, if, like I said, if you watch the making of that guy, uh, the making of that episode, that guy, like, he looked just like Luke back in the day. Like, they could have just hired him. Like, if they needed a live that. action. Yeah, if they needed someone to that. play it and Sebastian Stan didn't want to do it. <laughs> like, this guy could definitely, he could definitely carry the role. I mean, it's, I, I'm telling yeah. you, watch the making of Mando season two. It's it's worth the watch, especially that season finale. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, he was, they gave him another part in the show. I thought that was kind of cool. So, and Star Keeping Wars is all in the family. Yeah, love that scene too because the older X-wing pilot w- knew who Amanda was from a previous episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was cool. well. He, and he's so like been... that cop that pulls you over one time too many. You know, <laughs> right. the same from what my friend tells me. Just <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> what? sure. Brittany, were there any other characters you wanted to highlight? I think we pretty much went through all those that I wanted to talk about. I know that in the uh, uh, penultimate episode, there was. This dude, I know a lot of people Max on the Rebo band. The Max Rebo band. So many people were so concerned if this dude survived. I'm here to say, probably didn't. Oh, in the club, so, no. Uh, if I yeah. could, the highlight of my thing from my generation next year is Jennifer Beals as the Twilight Club owner. I'm sorry, I did DM Justin about that. I'm like, that's that's one of my crushes from back in the '80s. Like, my girl Jennifer she's, Beals. She's like almost 50, isn't she, oh, or something like that? She's she's 53. Oh, well, then there you go. Okay. So, well, then anyways, there enjoyed, go. enjoyed seeing it. When I saw her in the first episode, I'm like, <laughs> see, I thought she was going to play a bigger part. I thought she was maybe going to be a villain or something like that. That's the part of this show that like, that's the non Marvel part of this show. Like Marvel, yeah. like whenever you cast someone like that, you would have them play a bigger role or like, so there's still some fine tuning to do with this formula, but I do like kind of what they're doing. It's definitely yeah. better than they threw her in for the Gen Xers like me, guys. I'm just gonna tell yeah. you why they had it. <laughs> it is what it is. One other one of the character I kind of oh, want to yes. talk about. I don't yep. think she was done justice in this I, episode, Fennec yeah. Shand. Yeah, it was like not. if this is all it took to kind of end this whole thing, she should have done that a long time. Why ago. wasn't this done sooner? <laughs> That's what I'm oh saying. My God. Like the, the villain, the the big bads weren't big bads. They were He's just a big of... bad in a good way. She's amazing. Right. No, and that's what oh. I'm saying. She, her character is a master assassin. Okay. Yeah. She is loyal to Boba through and through. Great. Perfect. You know, they, they try to, you know, gather the, the bosses of the territory for Mosespa and, and, and say, okay, you guys stay neutral, stay out of this fight. If you don't want to fight with me, don't fight with them. Stay neutral. Right. Well, obviously that didn't happen, but the fact that like, it's like, okay, well, they're on their way to wherever. And she's like on it takes off in her little speeder. And then at the very end, she just like, you know, you know, uh, does everyone in. I'm like, that's it. 
Yeah. That's it. I was confused. She was not done justice. Not I done confused. justice. I was like, I was the whole time. I was like, yo, where did she go? Like, are you <laughs> and then it, I, it, I didn't catch on to later. I was like, they gave her the location to go to, right. and then she ends up going. I was like, God, that's who killed them. Right. Exactly. And I'm just was like, this good. is so dumb. That like, was this not is, good. So, like I said earlier, you know, talking at the, you know, about overall, I have mixed feelings about this. Like they, they. They had yeah. the potential. It could have been executed a lot better. This is one of those examples. Mm. And the fact that now it's like, okay, everyone's like, yay, everyone's happy. Like, look at me. I'm Lord Boba. Everyone's bowing at me. He's like, why are they bowing at me? And, you know, all is well in the world. So of did, did anyone take away that, like, he doesn't want to do it now? Like, that, that's what exactly. that's what I think. Yeah. That's what I heard. He's like, you know what? Maybe I should just go back to bounty hunting because it's kind of like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Well, and that was the thing where when he's, you know, fighting Cad, where Cad's like, you're a killer, you know, you're you're this and that. Okay, but was he trying to not be a killer? Like, I wasn't 100% with that. Like, I understand that he, he, Boba, was with the Tusken Raiders and kind of, like, learned to fight for them, with them, that kind of thing. But the sense of him wanting to be the, uh, what do you call it? What was Java? The, the Dynamo. Thank you. You're welcome. And, be that it's like okay but you obviously don't want to rule with fear but you still want to rule i i, I just i wasn't making those connections like with what cad bane was trying to say with it to i guess provoke him because obviously he wasn't expecting the whole tuscan raider you know training to you know pop out and you know do him in like that right i don't know it was just it was kind of odd or is it just me nope it so real quick the one thing that you guys can laugh at, I think Boba Fett takes his helmet off way too much in this series. Boba Fett, to me, I agree. You yeah. got and like the Mando, they were all about that was a big deal when at the, the couple times he took his helmet off yep. in in that series. I mean, too much helmet off. Sorry. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a very good point. That's an yeah, excellent point. I mean, yeah, just, I, I, I understand. Think about that. Yeah. yeah, which I understand with the Tusken Raiders. Once you got your B scar back, man, you wear your B scar. Yeah. So, sorry, just just the one little agitation point. I'm like, dude, I know you're a handsome man. You're Pacific Islanders, you know, some of us in this group are half Pacific Islanders. <laughs> I get that, but wear your damn helmet. You're a, you're a, you're you're, well, you're, a, you're part of the Mando clan, so one way. But or he just, also doesn't he doesn't claim the Mandalorian creed like you are crap. Yeah, he asked that you believe in all that you know stuff, and yeah, you're yeah, right, Brady. But I just right. I don't know, helmet on. No, I get it because obviously <laughs> that's how we helmet were on. first right. That's how we yeah. were first introduced yep. to Boba Fett, and now that he's just like. I'm here. I want everyone to know it's me. I don't want to rule with fear. Like, okay, fine, cool, whatever. But like, to me, that's one of my lesser, like, I, I really couldn't care less about that per se, as opposed to the fact that if, if this is all it took for Fennec yes, to I, go find these people and then do them in, and then yeah. for him to just so, do in Cad Bane like that, like, why wasn't that done? Like to I begin agree. with. Total <laughs> side note, total side note, Michelle Yeoh is a, is a, an amazing martial artist, Asian actress, um, Ming Wan Yen. Is that how you pronounce her name? I think so. She, they need to make another crouching tiger, hidden dragon with her. She is phenomenal. <laughs> All I have to add on that. She, I mean, she's going to be badass in this and man, Lauren, she is just un unbelievably awesome. And yeah. she's, I, sorry, Brittany. She's also easy on the eyes. So <laughs> listen, you so. know, there are good looking people out there. Yeah, I mean, she's you, definitely can't, one of you them. can't hide it. It's cool. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just want to yeah. So guess, we're getting close to yeah. wrapping, Justin. Yeah, let, let's let's get let's wrap this up. I guess my last thing is and just go around the room real quick because they didn't really point to where this story is going. So 
start with George. Where do you think this story is going to go or where would you like this story to go? So Boba Fett wise, it seems like it's going to go like he's, he's kind of going to leave the droids and the, not the droids, God damn it. The, the mod, <laughs> whatever the fuck they're called. The, the mods. Mod. He's going to leave them in charge of the city and they can take care of the people and he's going to go out and kill people and shit. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. Oh and I think we're just going to see the, I guess the Mandalorian season three is coming after this or what's next? I, well, well, what's next for sure is Obi Wan Kenobi. But that that's in a different timeline, right? That was right. like before yes. this, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. So that, I I was kind of like talking about like what's going to happen like during like yeah in this realm right here. It's either okay, Mando or Ahsoka. Either Mando okay. season three or Ahsoka will be the next okay. storyline. I assume. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm excited for it. I, I'll watch it. I, the Mandalorian. I just hope it changes a little bit, man, because like all the trying to find out what like i'll do this for you if you do this for me like i'm, oh, so I'm tired of that. i'm tired so of annoying. Like, yeah take a page out of this book like teach us something else i don't know yeah <laughs> drew what do you think what where do you think the story's gonna go where do you want the story to go where i want the story to go and i know george will back me up on this i think we should make a yellowstone of tatooine and her dances between <laughs> so the, the mandalorian and that that's where i would take this you know there's guns so there's violence cool. They have to add a little bit the adult sex scenes like Yellowstone has, but that's you know, that's where I'd like to see it go. You know, if you're asking you where, where it's going to go, it's that. Disney's a family channel. It's not like Peacock <laughs> or Paramount, but uh, I'm just keeping an open mind. Like I said, I had to keep an open mind and watch the season episode one um, three times to get my paradigm shifted and understand where this is going. So I'm going to keep an open mind. And I, you clearly can see it said season finale, Book of Boba Fett. So season finale does not say series finale. So we're going to yeah. see Boba yeah. Fett again. Uh, Mando said Mando season two was season finale. So they're going to cross paths. And it's going to be great. Yeah. And make a Yellowstone Bantha ranch. I'll be super happy. <laughs> Drew, Listen, I, if, that, I'm also... if, that, if that happens, you're going to get Frank to watch that show. Absolutely. <laughs> and and, and all... if they rescue Jennifer Beals so they can bring her to the ranch. I'll bet, I ain't done that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Skywalker all... ranch. There you go. Oh, that's good. But I'm bummed. Oh my God. I'm all for more Timothy Oliphant. Um, oh, oh. I, you know, I know, Marshall, uh, yeah. I know Justin's mom is a big fan. Hey, I am too. Cowboy, another yeah. cowboy for the ranch. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that. I, I personally, I don't know where the direction will go at this point. I, I'm almost going to just guarantee we're going to see another, uh, collision of Boba with Mando in the Mandalorian it just almost seems appropriate at this point. You know, he came into Boba's series. All right, we're going to have Boba go back into Mando's series. But I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure the direction that this will all take unless, like George says, you know, uh, Boba leaves the the people of Mos Espa to, to the mods and he just goes on with Fennec to go take bounty jobs and does what he does best, right? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Justin, well, we're losing what? you a little bit. You're kind of you're, you're kind of fading Sun, into <laughs> sun's getting low, big guy. It's like the whole yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I got natural light here, and it's it's fading on me. I'm like a force ghost now. Anyway, oh, no. all the Star Wars references. No, you know I've got some thoughts. So here we go. So where do I think it's going to go? I agree with with kind of what everyone has said. I do think that we're going to see, you know, Boba Fett in the Mando series, in the Ahsoka series. They're just going to cross over. I like, and I actually think that's the way to go, right? Mm -hmm. 
Now, what do yeah. I want to see? You know what I want to see. I want to see more of Luke. I want to see it. I want a series or a movie called The Real Rise of Skywalker. Oh, there we go. God. That's what I need. Good I need that grief. desperately. So, um, anyway, I, overall, I enjoyed this show. I think we all enjoyed this to varying levels. Um, looking forward to whatever uh, Star Wars hat comes up next, which I guess will be Obi Wan. We know that's going to be May 25th. But the next thing we're going to be talking about is Moon Knight. And mm-hmm. apparently, Drew is a massive Moon Knight fan. So, so Drew, you will return in our <laughs> Moon Knight review, just like the oh, Marvel yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Thank We've you. still got to do. We still owe everybody a, Sh- a Shang-Chi episode. Yeah. And we still owe a, um, what else, Brittany? There's something uh, else. We also owe them. Um... What else do we owe? Oh, I'll look at my list. Very prof- what if? What if? It's what like, if? There we go. What yeah, if you're we right. actually did a series review of what if? So that'll be coming up soon. <laughs> uh, of course, the uh, multiverse clearly, of madness is coming up. Clearly at the top Great of our list. George, are you watching Peacemaker? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Okay. So- is tomorrow the final episode? Um, no, there's next, one more. This next week Thursday. Yep. Okay. Yep. Next week. It's yeah. funny. It's way oh, better yeah. than Suicide Squad. So oh, it's, it's, better. it's better than the boys, George. So, but we won't digress. Oh, so um, if you guys Ooh. don't mind real quick. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh. Better real, than real, the boys. That's a strong take. Hey, you know what? I honestly think it is. Um, real quick, <laughs> if I could. I just want to say to everybody, I want to say thanks to the, the watchers, to Brittany, to Justin, to George, to Frank in spirit. Um, yep. I, I want to sign off and say, you know what, everybody out there, keep your feet on the ground, keep reaching for the stars, as my buddy Casey Casey used to say. And one day you two will be a guest of honor and awesome pop pop culture <laughs> podcast. May the force be with you all. And this is the way. Oh wow, what a I can't great beat that. I, I can't I talk that. The only I thing I can I... say is Brittany, how can people find us on social media? <laughs> I know, right? I can't, I can't talk that either. Damn. Uh, so easy enough. You can follow us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram search the watchers in the basement or the handle watchers basement. You can also spread the word about the watchers in the basement by helping grow our audience. Use hashtag watchers basement when tweeting, Instagramming, you name it, that kind of thing. I know my buddy Nick from the UK has been hyping us up on his Instagram. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the support that we've received, um, you know, since the beginning. And now, you know, it's it's been great. You know, people like Drew can pop up on our show because you've been supporting us. You know, there you go. There's your your incentive. And lastly, if you're not into video podcasts like we are live streaming here on YouTube, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to give us a five star rating. That way we can continue to you know do this thing. And maybe one day it'll turn into a full time job. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Get sponsored by Spice. There we go. Sponsored by Spice. <laughs> yep. Dune god. two. Oh god. More Let's not spice. talk about that. <laughs> Dune two. Spice World. There we go with the Spice Girls. Spice World, nice. Stop so, it. Um, Stop it. So. Thank you everybody for watching this. We really appreciate it. Or, or if you're listening to this later on on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate that as well. Um, so for for Brittany, for George, and for our special guest Drew, I'm Justin saying we'll see you next time. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.